today on Understanding Immigration, the ICE fiscal year 2021 report. Going through the report, I noticed that there was no mention of the 16,000 plus criminal aliens that they released back onto America's streets. It really confirms what we've known for a long time now, which is that ICE, CBP, and Border Patrol, all of these organizations are really held back by the policies that have been put in place by the Biden administration. Coming to you from Washington, D.C., you are now listening to FAIR's Understanding Immigration Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of FAIR's Understanding Immigration Podcast. This is Jason Pena, one of FAIR's researchers, and today I'm joined by Preston Hennigans, FAIR's Government Relations Manager. Today we're going to discuss the much-awaited report by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, also known as ICE. One of ICE's responsibilities is enforcing federal immigration law across the interior of the United States, such as uh, conducting deportations of illegal aliens. As such, as required by Congress, they are required to produce uh, a report of their activities of the previous fiscal year. However, after a five-month delay in releasing this report, FAIR discovered that immigration enforcement under the Biden administration has plummeted. Preston, I want to take this over to you. Was this report as our own report here at FAIR? Was it as bad as we predicted when we did our preliminary write-up last month? Yes, it, it was uh, just as bad, and it it really confirms what we've known for a long time now, which is that ICE, uh, CBP, and Border Patrol, all of these organizations are really, really held back by the policies that have been put in place by the Biden administration. And, and ICE now releasing their removal report really shows that. Uh, administrative arrests have drastically dec- uh, declined by 28% um, from those that were made in the previous fiscal year. Uh, and, and removals have, have absolutely plummeted. And for um, those of our listeners at home, uh, removals is simply another word for deportation. So that's what we're talking about when we say removals. Uh, it, it, we only removed about 59,000 people compared to in fiscal year 2020 when we removed over 185,000. And I want to mention that uh, most of those removals that we had in this fiscal year, uh, so that 59,000, over 30,000 of those were actually during the final months of the Trump administration because the fiscal year runs uh, from September to October. So there's a a bit of an overlap of a couple of months where, where Trump and his political appointees were still uh, in control of ICE and in control of the policy there. Uh, and, and this is just going to have, you know, the, we already know it's having an impact on the United States. We we know people on the ground in the border states and in in larger cities where illegal aliens are, are flocking to, you know, we're seeing the consequences of this. We're seeing the impact on crime. We're seeing the impact on on housing for these people where you have you have tens of thousands of people that are are in the United States. They're removable. They're not going anywhere. Uh, and this this really shows that under President Biden and under DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, mm-hmm. immigration enforcement has been eviscerated in this country. Absolutely, Preston. I, I want to go into detail a little bit about some of the statistics that are uh, that were highlighted. Uh, in the report. Well, maybe not highlighted, but we here at FAIR uh, highlighted. So when we look at some serious uh, felony offenses, we see that the apprehensions of criminal aliens that had these certain convictions have plummeted since FY 2020. Now, keep in mind, Preston, and to our audience as well, 
in FY 2020, ICE was hampered because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So it did change and stymie their operations. But nonetheless, they were able to get the job done of identifying and removing illegal aliens from the United States. But when we look at the stats here in FY 2021, we see an 18% decrease in homicide-related arrests of, of criminal aliens. We see a 22% decline for uh, illegal aliens with sexual assault offenses, a 47% decline for assault-related arrests, 28% for robberies, and 35% for kidnapping. So clearly, despite the Biden administration and Alejandro Mayorkas saying, oh, we're refocusing our priorities to tailor to very serious criminal aliens who have committed egregious offenses. But even when we look at the numbers, we're seeing that even in like in these very, very serious offenses that should not be taken lightly, even in those arenas, they've de they've declined. Moreover, when going through the report, I noticed that there was no mention of the 16,000 plus criminal aliens that they released back onto America's streets. I, I don't know if you remember in the report, we, we highlighted that figure. Uh, should probably go without saying why they don't want to highlight that 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 data point. I also want to talk about or also bring up the the I guess the the general transparency about immigration enforcement. So one of the operations that they highlighted was Operation Soar, and it was it was a sting that essentially tr uh, targeted illegal alien sex offenders. And well, we here at Fair have no issue with those wide-scale enforcement operations targeting criminal aliens. It seems that that was the only operation that they conducted to that we know of of that scale. When we look at ICE's, so when we look at the other component of ICE, uh, Homeland Security Investigations, or HSI, we see that there are three or four operations that they're bragging about and the successes. I'm not seeing that for ERO. I'm not seeing about like, hey, we nab like X amount of offenders for armed robbery or carjacking or stuff like that. So even with that, they're they're obscuring certain details of their enforcement, or they they may not be doing them to to begin with. Yeah, no, I get the sense that they're not doing them to begin with. Uh, I, I although I also have a hard time <laughs> believing that uh, anyone who's a political appointee under Joe Biden at ICE is going to be celebrating the removal of illegal <laughs> right. aliens. That just doesn't seem like something that uh, really gets them uh, excited. Uh, um, you know, and I want to I want to circle back to the uh, convicted criminal data that you that you talked about. Uh, I want to emphasize for our listeners that these these decreases it doesn't mean that they're not happening. Uh, right. It just means that less and less people are being arrested, um, w which. Is a is a huge cause for concern, uh, and, and like you said, uh, there is no mention of the sixteen thousand illegal aliens that were released by ICE, um, and that's to say nothing because it's it's a different agency. But that's to say nothing of as well the you know the thousands of people that are being released by Customs and Border Protection at right. the border. Uh, so this is becoming a big issue, and all of those people who are being released at the border are then going to be people that ICE will have to deal with in the future for the most part, um, either by over, either by uh, you know not showing up to their court hearing. Mm -hmm. Most of them will eventually be found to not have credible claims of asylum, and so they'll be illegally present in the United States, and that's ICE's purview. Right. And so it's just pouring gasoline on a fire from, from every angle of what we're seeing when it comes to immigration enforcement by the Biden administration. Um, and really, this, again, goes back to, to specific policy decisions that were put in place 
by the Biden administration. I think the 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 top one that we have to talk about is the enforcement guidance memo that ICE released under DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mm-hmm. Um, for those for for those listening, this is essentially an executive action. It has the same force as an executive order that was signed um, by President Biden, but it, it originated from DHS. And what it did is it really restricts where ICE is able to arrest people, where they're able to conduct investigations, which is why I think, like you brought up, I don't think they're doing them because where would you be able to to have a large-scale investigation like this through um, enforcement and removals? that didn't come into contact with this uh, this memorandum. And so pretty much uh, anywhere, any place of business, any house of worship, any hospital, any it's the list goes on and on. And uh, I, I want to give a hat tip to uh, the Center for Immigration Studies, which did an example of this in Washington, D.C. Right. And there's almost nowhere in <laughs> the nation's capital where an illegal alien could be even questioned or detained by ICE, and and it's and think about that that those policies are nationwide, right? And so there are very few places where ICE is actually able to go in and and detain and remove illegal aliens. And within that guidance as well, they framed it as well. We're using ICE's limited resources to go after the worst of the worst when it comes to criminals. Fine, that's great, but you also have to recognize that there are are scores of other people that are here that are committing n- not necessarily petty crimes, but but crimes that are not necessarily child sex trafficking or murder or. And, I mean, right. we're looking. You know, there's and and some of those some of the crimes that we would think of as being particularly egregious. You know, bodily assault, right. robbery, these kinds of things are not classified as some of these higher tier crimes that ICE is supposed to instantly remove people for. And so for those listening at home, this is why this it's such a big issue is because there are people who under this memorandum are staying in the United States even though they've committed crimes. There are there are wide wide parts of this country where ICE is not even allowed to go in and conduct investigations and uh, it's 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 shocking, and I don't get the sense that anyone in 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 Biden's orbit, or particularly in uh, the Department of Homeland Security, is seeing this as a problem. No, I, I don't think they are. I mean, to to go back to what you were saying about these memorandums that essentially handcuff ICE from doing their jobs. I was look. I was. Uh, it reminded me during the Obama administration where they had a memo. I, I believe it was called the Morton Memo, and that essentially placed guidelines for ICE conducting their operations and arrests. And basically, what it said was, "Hey, we have limited resources. We're going to focus. You know, the, the common phrase was deport felons, not families. Yeah. And even you know, and you know, we here at Fear disagreed with that policy decision. But at the end of the day, it was nowhere near." what it is today. I mean, we have uh, safe spaces for illegal aliens where they cannot be, where ICE cannot, as you said, come within a certain distance of them and be taken into custody. You know, even in the Mort memo, we didn't have these guidelines saying like, okay, well, if he's, if the suspect is of a particular age, they have family, they have ties to community. No. I mean, now we, 
it's all, I can only imagine the bureaucratic nightmare that you have to go through, check all the boxes to make sure, okay, we can take this, we can use all of our time and resources uh, or 24 hours to get this one individual into custody so long as we're following it by the book. No, it, th this is truly troubling. Um, and what's also interesting as well is that when you look, as you mentioned, at the first four months of FY20 or of F FY 2021, those were under the Trump administration. So again, while he was still in office, ICE was still was still doing their job in conducting and effectuating uh, deportations. That said, I can only imagine what uh, FY 2022 will bring when Biden's policies will be full throttle w without stop. I, I honestly, I, I hope that the Biden administration reverses course on their on their immigration agenda. Yeah, and that's a good point to bring up. And uh, if you look at at a visualization of the data uh, of the removal data, you do see that in those first few months with Trump, it's it's largely a, a pretty stable number right. where it had been historically for for years. And then as soon as Biden gets in office, and as soon as these uh, some of these decisions start, you know, formulating and start getting into place uh, with Mayorkas in DHS, you see them just plummet. And then also, <laughs> it's interesting because if you look at the Customs and Border Protection apprehensions data, right. we see a very similar pattern where you see, you know, uh, the line is, is you know, relatively the same for those months under Trump. And then as soon as Biden comes in, it, it skyrockets and it's it's just going up and up. And that's obviously a different different agency, but under the same department. But they show the same thing. And it's that Biden becoming president had a direct negative effect right. on... Uh, on ICE arrests and ICE uh, removals, and it had a very positive effect on apprehensions at the border, which positive is not a good thing. That means mm -hmm. more people are are coming to the border, and right. and why wouldn't they? You know, they Joe Biden spent his entire campaign talking about how he was going to amnesty every illegal alien in the country. Exactly, uh, that is still something that, although there aren't the votes for it on Capitol Hill. They're, they're, everyone in the Biden administration would love to get that done today if they could. They just can't because of the political reality of a of a um, very tight margins in Congress. But uh, you know, there is there, there. It is nothing else. It is very clearly the Biden effect. Joe yeah. Biden is responsible for the numbers that we're seeing both in the ICE removals report and in the apprehension data that we're seeing from CBP. No. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up is that we've been, and I know you recently wrote about this in uh, your recent blog here, that the Biden administration plans on ending Title 42, which essentially allows Border Patrol to uh, expeditely deport illegal aliens uh, over concerns of COVID-19, things of that nature. Um, if they get rid of that, the, the border is wide open. We're only going to get more illegal aliens being released into the country, which later down the road is going to make ISIS drop harder. And, and, when there's an administration that allows them to go out there and arrest illegal aliens and have them removed. Yeah, no, the, the Title 42 uh, uh, news is is pretty big, and and that that could be happening down the road. We've heard that it might end as soon as, as April. Uh, Title 42 is not a permanent solution to what's happening at the border crisis. It is tied in to the COVID pandemic, which uh, has been waning in recent months. Uh, but... It's 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 alarming because that is the last policy in place that has any meaningful effect on the number of illegal aliens that are actually then entering the United States. Um, for for those at home listening, 
Title 40, under Title 42, about half of all people that are apprehended at the border are turned away and sent back into Mexico, um, citing Title 42. So only half of these you know, hundreds of thousands of people every month that are coming in are, are actually making it to the U.S. and are beginning the asylum process. Uh, if we didn't have Title 42 in place, and it's not going to be there forever, and it, it is going to end, once Title 42 is out of the, the picture, all of those people are coming to the U.S., they're staying in the U.S., they're applying for asylum in the U.S., and they're staying for two to three years as their case winds through immigration court. This is going to be a disaster when Title 42 is is removed. This is going to be a catastrophe at the border. And I do not know if the Biden administration is willing to make any kind of change. But I, I, I am I, I, I'm not a prognosticator, but I would think that it, once they see the the political reaction to this, you know, immigration, he's already very underwater in immigration polling already. Mm-hmm. This, I think, would would break the Biden administration when it comes to immigration. There is no way that you can cover up 160,000 people coming in every single month and all of them applying for asylum, none of them returning to Mexico, none of them returning to their home countries. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something for our listeners to keep in mind. Uh, as we as we move into into April and into further into the spring, uh, is not not if but when uh, Title Forty Two is no longer uh, in place. Well, that's a great point to end on today. For those of you listening, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We encourage everyone to share this podcast with your friends, your family, and we hope you leave us a review and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. To learn more about Fair, please visit our website fairus.org. We're also available on Facebook and Twitter at Fair Immigration. This has been Understanding Immigration brought to you by Fair.